Welcome to the Moments Matter podcast, where empty nesting mom Sonia and her adulting daughter Julia, that's me, discuss what it takes to have healthy, faithful relationships with your teens all the way into their adult years. Tune in each week as we pick a life moment and talk about why it already matters and how we can take it to the next level with actionable purpose and true joy, even when it's hard. I'm Julia Peterson, and today I'm here with my mom, Sonia. How are you doing today, mom? I'm doing all right. I've been contemplating a lot, right? I'm getting ready for this podcast today, and I was like, wow, this is something I really haven't thought about a lot. So I'm contemplative. That's how I'm doing. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking about this. Three things I wish I had taught my daughters. It, It could almost be titled like, Three mistakes I made as a parent. <laughs> yeah. And I the- <laughs> just want to say, <laughs> I just want to say, I don't think these are necessarily mistakes. I don't, I mean, yeah, could you have done them differently? Sure. But there are always going to be things in our past that we're going to look back on and be like, I really wish I had done that differently. And that's part of life, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I really had to, to you know, go to that headspace and talk to myself and give myself grace and say, you know, this is, this is okay. And look, I'm talking about it now and I can help them maybe with these things. You know, you all listen to this or you're talking with me, right? Your sisters listen to this and they'll um, hear this advice now and maybe do better than I did. So that's always, <laughs> I had to keep going back there in my head. <laughs> Because my gut yeah. reaction. Yeah. You know, so thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for for getting on here and being able to tell these women. Because I know there's a lot of women that are listening, which is amazing. Shout out to everyone we've talked to in the past, like, a couple of weeks that have said, yes. we listen to you guys. That's We love that, by the way. <laughs> it's so helps. thank you Just for keep listening. Keep going. Yes. <laughs> we are very, it very does. thankful it for really our does. listeners. So... We are, and um, so I'm just thankful, Mom, that you're willing to come on here and actually say things that maybe you would have, uh, should have done differently. That's a very vulnerable thing to do. So, well, here we go. So, here I we go. <laughs> let's just do this, right? Um, mm-hmm. The number one thing that came to my mind. The number one, like it jumped out at me like super fast because I know this was um, something that I didn't do well. And that was um, the thought around meal planning and cooking in general. So I don't like to cook. That's that's just a thing. It's never been my favorite thing to do. And I don't know if it's just because I wasn't necessarily taught the, these skills either. And I don't know if my mom was either, right? It's just one of those generational things that happens. And I just don't have a love of cooking. I don't, I, I struggle with ideas on how to, you know, throughout my marriage, I've struggled with this. And part of it is my husband liked to cook. Kevin likes to cook. But I also took that as a sign. I took it a a bit further, that he likes to plan for it, that he likes to shop for it, you know, and I was really, really wrong on that side of things. Um, And so I wasn't a great example to the girls growing up in this area. And I, I, I am so sorry for that. I, I do remember a time in my life though, that this did change 
and it was back in 2013. And I don't know if I've talked about uh, this story yet on our podcast, but I'm going to tell you about what happened to me back in 2013. And it's a story because it happened. And um, God said, I think God had been trying to teach me some things about teaching my girls, about my family. I was um, I was very busy. Busy doing God's things is what in my head I was thinking. But at the cost of that, that I didn't realize was one, my marriage, and two, my girls, our family life, right? And they were, I wouldn't say they would think it was bad or anything. It just wasn't, that wasn't my type priority. And God said, he kept giving me hints along the way, but I think he finally got tired of giving me little hints. And he is like, I'm going to show you big time and you better listen this time. And so in 2013, at the beginning of the school year, it was very strange because I volunteered a lot with different teachers and I literally um, was getting told, no, they didn't need my help that year. God was preparing me for something um, along the way. I ended up having to have a major surgery. Well, I was supposed to be minor surgery, right? I was told I needed to have a hysterectomy at that time. And so we went in and it was supposed to be um, a couple hour surgery and uh, what turned into six hour surgery and a five day hospital stay and a month and a half of being um, basically bed bound um, was a lot of time between me and God. (laughs) A lot of time of I didn't get to do my normal things that year. I wasn't helping with drama. I wasn't helping with the girls' classes. I wasn't helping the teachers I normally was. I was literally flat on my back um, for about a month and a half at my home um, because during the surgery, something went wrong and they had to do some other repairs and it just took a weird turn. But it was a time for me and God to reconnect Um, as you would say, and for him to point out some things in my life. And that was that I needed to do better on this side of the family, which was meal planning and cooking. And I did. I started to realize there's this great thing called Pinterest and it's got lots of meal ideas on there. And I literally learned, taught myself how to make a two-week meal plan and make a grocery list from that. And it actually saved us money. (gasps) Go figure. When you meal plan, you save money. And so I saved money for my family and I took over meal planning and I did most of the cooking. Kevin still cooked a lot during that time, but it was a busy time. The girls were, let's see, 2013, Jenna was 13. So you were 15 and Ashley was 17. So you guys were busy. Like our lives were crazy with sports and school. And um, I think Ashley was in school at that time uh, for our beauty school. And it was nuts. And we did all these things, and God really taught me then about meal planning. But it didn't compute into teaching the girls that, and I regret that. I could tell you now, but even now, we've gone back to the two of us, and he does a lot of the cooking because he likes to grill, and we do that. But I'm like, I still have to remember that I need to, I like to grocery shop. Who knew? I do. I like to get away to the grocery store if I've got a good list and and do the grocery shopping. Everybody's like, you can do the pickup now. And I'm like, no, no, I'm going to get my cart. I'm going to walk around. I'm going to smile at people. I'm going to stay in my zone and I'm going to do the grocery shopping. So I do do that. But meal planning, it's it gets more difficult again when you're the two of you. And so 
we should have an episode on that. Um, <laughs> the empty nesting thing when you go back to feeding <laughs> only planning. two people is, yeah, and meal planning oh, and all yeah. that. So, uh, but I've discovered I like shopping. So I, I definitely do the shopping. And I'm also better at shopping than he is because I'll send him in. I literally, yesterday this happened, sent him into the store for two things. He came back with three bags. I don't even know. I'm like, what do you have in there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, calling him because it should have only taken a few minutes and we were supposed to be home for something. And I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? He goes, well, I'm checking out. I'm like, hmm, okay. So I knew before he even got to the car, there was more than two things in his car, but three bags full. Anyway, I like to do the grocery shopping. I definitely save us money still that way. Um, but meal planning would be a thing. So once we get moved and all that, I need to get back to that and sharing the responsibility of, of cooking to, uh, you know, so that is one definite thing that I wish I taught you guys. What do you think about that one, Julia? Yeah, well, I first of all, it's cool that you like grocery shopping. I wish I could say that. <laughs> um, so you are very blessed to have that opportunity to like getting away and doing that at the store. <laughs> um, but I, I guess, I guess the thing that I. I feel like it goes back so far, like meal Mm -hmm. planning and um, just cooking in general. There was a time um, that in the 50s where microwaves became a thing and Mm -hmm. uh, frozen meals became a thing, like dinner meals. What did they call them? It was like, oh, TV dinners became a thing. And um, yeah, the TV tray. Yeah. Um, And all these things. I like history. So this is um, (laughs) just a little bit of a um, a little bit of a lesson. But uh, yeah, so in the 50s, all of these things started happening. Like ovens became um, a lot easier to use and they were microwaves and all of these new Uh, just ideas that had come to the forefront for the moms of the 50s. And um, so there wasn't the need um, to cook longer meals, to cook big meals and to cook um, maybe not big meals, but meals that um, took a lot of preparation, right? Actually cooked from, yes, prepared. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That's what I was looking for. Um, Prepared meals. And uh, there's also a lot of history behind even why that is with the war and women going to work, like, and starting to go to work and Mm -hmm. all of these things. And so TV dinners became a thing. And so in the 50s, I I think generationally for a lot of families, those skills of cooking and preparing and even gardening and which I think is, is coming back into like Mm -hmm. a hobby more so now than ever, I think. But, um, those things just kind of fell off to the wayside and, uh, those skills and talents weren't taught generationally, generationally anymore. And, um, so I, I don't know, I'd have to ask my grandma, um, who I call Nana, but I think probably I would, I would really want to know what my great grandma, what skills she knew. And then would she, really didn't pass off to my grandma and then to you because you weren't really taught how to cook either. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you didn't in turn how, like know how to, to teach me. Right. To I had cook. my basic dishes, um, right? I had my taco salad and I had my right. hamburger helper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Yeah. Hamburger helper. We did eat that a lot, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> um, so I'm not saying that like, 
I'm not saying that it's society's fault or anything. I just think generationally those skills and abilities really uh, fell out of just in line of view. And and so I don't say this to be like, Mom, you're totally off the hit hook or anything, but I'm feeling the effects now of either I have to make a just decision to change that and learn how to prepare meals well or I'm going to continue to teach my kids, my future kids, the same things that I know. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather try to learn those things now. And I'm learning that because of you. Because you even say, I really wish I would have taught you that. Well, now I'm learning. Okay, maybe I should, you know, maybe that's one less regret I have to have. Or I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay. And I, I want <laughs> that for you all too. And it's... It that one is a that one is a hard one for me when I think about it. Um, it is. I, I'm learning from you girls though too because you guys are getting into it more, and so you guys are actually teaching me things, which is leads <laughs> into the second one. Okay, so that was number one. We um, we wish I wish I would have learned meal planning and cooking, and Mom wishes she would have taught me that stuff. But hey, here we are. It's okay. <laughs> Um, so on to the next thing. I really wish I had learned a lot quicker that food is fuel and the way we fuel our bodies is very, very, very important. It's important for longevity. It's important for energy. It's, there's reasons behind eating other than just for taste or fun or comfort. Um, And I feel like I spent a lot of my life eating for comfort. That's how I dealt with stress. And so I would immediately go to food and it was also convenient. We live in a world of convenience. You drive through a drive-through and your kid stops yelling because you just handed them a cheeseburger, French fries, and, you know, a Diet Coke or whatever. And it's just convenient along when we traveled with sports and things like that, it would be harder to have made healthy nutritional decisions than just running through, you know, going through the drive-thrus and things like that. Or, um, even our crock pot meals, which we did a lot, I could have been smarter and healthier foods that way. You girls right now, are learning so much more than I am about nutrition. But I feel like, thankfully, and it wasn't too late, but it still felt like it was not early enough in your guys' life did I take a um, a stand on eating for health. Would you agree with that, Julia, that you guys have had to learn more on your own about nutrition and the right foods to eat. You know, this is a this is a hard question to answer. I mean, the simple answer is yes. I I I agree with you on these things and I definitely wish that you would have taught us all of like how to cook and um to desire wanting to be more physical, although we did, I mean, the girls and I, my sisters and I, we did a lot of sports and I was outside like a lot of the time. 
um, as I got a little bit older in high school, uh, it was basically sports, but we were going, 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 I mean, throughout all of the school year. And, um, and so it wasn't, it wasn't something that was totally lost on us or anything. We weren't spending all of our time watching TV or anything, but, um, so yeah, do I wish that we would have, um, been taught these things? Yes. Um, but the reality is I'm learning it now and I'm working on it now. And I, you did actually teach us, actually, you did teach me before I got married, the summer before I got married, you taught me things about chicken and beef and how to cook with meats. <laughs> uh, so we had a crash course <laughs> a couple of months before I got married. And that was helpful because I learned a lot and I wrote down a lot of things. And um, and that was, I was mean, start, I used that. Right? Yeah, and it, yeah was it was a start. And so... Um, but you had realized by then that you wish you would have made us do those things. I mean, to be honest, I didn't ask to help with dinner ever unless I felt the spirit was leading me or something. (laughs) (laughs) What teenager does, right? It's gotta be something that, that, you know, the mom goes, Hey, you gotta help with dinner once a week or something like that effect. I've heard women that do that and everything, but it was more that I wasn't doing those things. Mm-hmm. That goes back to the help thing too. Like if I and yeah, you girls did you were very active and I probably misspoke that. It was more I think about the that dad and I weren't showing you what adults should be eating and doing because as you get older it gets harder. Mm-hmm. Right. It just yeah. does. Like all of those things in the way that we were eating and the way that we were snacking and the way that we were not moving our bodies and, and everything. And yes, we were we were going, 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 but that still is just an excuse. If it was important, it would have been a priority. And it just wasn't. I'm thankful that we're doing that now. Um, you know, and really trying to be healthy for you guys and for your kids yeah. um, as they come along too because we want to be active and and that sort of thing and be a good example now. Um, yeah, I think that is I think that is the key. It's 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 about being an example and it's about leading by example especially as we became teenagers and into our adult years, a lot of parenting is leading by example by then, especially. Mm -hmm. And so it's not even that you like, yes, should you have been more intentional? Of course. Um, But it was also just about you doing it yourselves and it would have been different. So yeah, I do. I definitely agree with that. So the last one, number three, of things you wish you would have taught us. What is number three? Well, you know, I know this sounds simple and it sounds like, why didn't you do this? Because a lot of moms make kids do this, but I didn't make I didn't make you guys make your beds. But the point was that I didn't make my bed. So it wasn't a thing unless you were cleaning your rooms and I'm like, you have to, that has to be part of it, right? Was to but um, but that's something that I learned later in life that there's actually a point to making your bed. It's not just about having a clean room because your room could be a mess, but if you make your bed, it still is beneficial. And what I've learned in the recent years is like the mental game 
right? Even when you're not feeling good mentally or emotionally speaking, if you get up and you make your bed, you've accomplished something for that day. Like it helps you go, oh, I did do something today. And it actually can fuel you to do something the next thing. I think opening your curtains and making your bed are super important um, daily habits to get into um, for your mental game, right? Um, Because even if you only can get one thing done that day, especially when you start having children and and you're just tired all the time and and everything, if you just turn around and make that bed, you'll be less tempted to get back in it. And it'll help uh, your mental game saying that you did it. And then it also, it's a simple thing, but as women, I don't know necessarily for men, but well, I'll go back to that in a second because it helps your husband feel like he's cared for. Who knew that? Your dad has commented so many times about, thank you for making the bed. I'm like, what does it matter to him, right? But he just likes, it helps in his mind that I did something. I don't know why that is but it's true. And you know what? I appreciate it when he does it. If I'm the first one out of bed and he's, you know, and, and it's hard not to go, I was the first one out of bed. You were the second one. You should make the bed. No, it's, you know, I make the bed whether I'm the first one out or not, but when he does it, it does feel good. It feels like he did something for us or for me. Um, and so it's that little simple thing that helps your husband feel cared for. It's like making sure that the Dishes aren't in the sink for more than a couple of days, right? Like he likes the kitchen sink clean too. Um, but it's just that thing, it's simple. And I wish that is one of the things I wish I had done, right? So <laughs> as simple as that is, you know, and I was also thinking about all these things. We've talked about these three things that I have regrets about. Um, and I'm, I was wondering, you know, is it too late and as you are listening to us and you're talking about these things and you things come to mind and, and everything, and I don't want you to be upset about this or depressed about this. It's just the fact that I'm human and I want you to see that. And I didn't raise my girls perfectly. Some people, um, you know, get that wrong impression because we're just a tight family and we um, have a good relationship with our kids. But I didn't do things perfectly as a mom. There's so many things I did um, differently, but it's not too late because I can still share these things with them and I can ask their thoughts. I can, you know, I can understand their feelings about them. I don't want them harboring bitterness over it. So if we talk about it, we get it out in the open and then I can still teach a little bit if right? You can still offer to say, hey, I've learned this now and I know it was later than, you know, it was after you left the house, but what if we learn this together? It's something that you can feel better about and they can feel better about and it's a good relationship building thing. But if they say no, it's okay too. If they want to learn it on their own, I know I've got a daughter out there that would rather learn it on her own. So that's okay too. You know, I can offer and say that I'm more than willing to, and I can also be there to answer questions as we get to it. But as dad and I also want to be a good example on, on this end of it too, like I was saying before in our health, especially our health journey. And we can do that as a, you know, as we're getting older, we can still be good examples to our children, um, adult children. Um, so yeah, that, I just wanted to encourage you in that sort of thing. So 
Thank you. I really appreciate that. I appreciate you coming on here and telling the mistakes that you've made. (laughs) 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 Things you could have done differently. Uh, That's not an easy thing to admit to people. So thank you for that. And with that said, thank you all for listening in on today's episode. If you enjoyed hearing us, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have Apple, because we honestly, we love reading the reviews and we love even learning more about what you guys want to hear. So if you want to leave a review or comment um, on the episode post on Facebook or Instagram, uh, this is episode 20. So if you go back to Big Moment Mentor on Instagram, you can comment topics that you'd like to hear us talk about. Uh, That would be super helpful. We have a lot of topics, but we also really want to hear what you guys want to listen to, uh, what you guys want to have a conversation about. Also, you can always subscribe so that you'll get notifications on new episodes coming out, or just share this with someone that you might have thought, oh, they're going through this stage of life too. They would benefit from hearing a conversation about it. We're always extremely thankful for all of your feedback and when you share our conversations with other women. We do this to encourage and inspire you to thrive in all the moments instead of just surviving through them. We know that moments matter, and you never know which moments will end up mattering the most. So we're here to give you actionable steps toward taking them to the next level for the present and for eternity. (laughs) 